This is Gideon Danso's podcast, where we impact deep understanding of God's word. Gideon Danso is a global lead pastor of Empowerment Worship Center, where God lives. From wherever you are listening to us, we hope you are inspired and encouraged by this message. Thank you for tuning in and connecting. I believe that there's a word that is coming to bless you, lift you, exalt you, position you spiritually to see ahead. Thank you for tuning in. God bless you. Come with me, if you please, to the book of Acts, chapter 28, the verse number 1 to 6. We stand in this house as our tradition to honor God in the reading of his word here in Palmer West Center. Read together Acts chapter 28 from verses 1 to 6. The Bible says, And when they were escaped, then they knew that the island was called Malita. And the barbarous people showed us no little kindness, for, for they kindled a fire and received us everyone because of the present rain and because of the cold. And when Paul had gathered a bundle of sticks and laid them in the fire, on the fire, there came a viper out of the heat and fasting on his hands. And when the barbarians saw that the venomous beast hung on his hand, they said among themselves, though thou this man is a murderer, whom though he had escaped the sea, yet vengeance suffered not to leave. <laughs> they were declaring, come on, Paul. <laughs> Verse 5 said, and he shook off the beast into the fire and felt no harm. But six says, how be it? They looked, and when he should have, when he should have swallowed or fallen down dead suddenly, but after they had looked a great while and saw no harm to come, they changed their minds and said, that was a God. Your enemies will change their mind. They will change their view, their perception about you. Those who are prejudiced, those who are predicted, your, the outcomes of your life based on the challenges you're going through, I believe that after this season, they will change their mind. Your clapping is sick wherever you are. Please take your seat. I speak to you out on the tight, on the subject I like to call after the storm. Speak to you on the subject I like to call after the storm. Why am I declaring after the storm? Because I see ahead. I, I know we are still in a storm. <laughs> but I see ahead and so I know that there will be, we will see the back of this season we are in. And I want to be prophetic. I want to be spiritual. And I want to speak not what my eyes sees. In the natural, I want to speak what my spiritual eye can see through the eyes of faith that after the storm, I wish you can give somebody a point in your house and say, after 
the storm. I wish you can clap your hands right now at home and say, after the storm. I wish you can declare right now to somebody and tell the person, this storm will be over. This storm will be over. This storm will be over. Who am I speaking to right now? Who am I here to encourage? Who am I here to speak prophetically to right now? Maybe you have forgotten where we are going. We have forgotten that we are on a journey. You have forgotten that God's eyes are still on us. You have forgotten that God is in this. You have forgotten that God began the year with us. You have forgotten that if God said let's go to the other side, it doesn't matter the storm we face. We will get to the other side. We'll see the back of the storm. And I want to speak to somebody who is so caught up in the corona season, caught up in the economy, caught up in the polygons, caught up with all the pressures, with all the bombardment, with all the attacks, with all the depression, with all the news, with all, all the WhatsApp, with all the forwarding, with all the stuff you have been listening to and allow your spirit to grab and to take. I came here to wake you up and to declare that the storm is going to be over soon. Who am I speaking right now? I said after the storm, I'm preparing myself I'm building myself. Do you know why I will endure the storm? And do you know why I am determined to go through the storm? It's because there is another side of the storm. There's something that God is going to do. This, this storm will make no sense until we get to the other side. When we get to the other side, it will make sense why the pressure, why the contention, why the betrayal, why the pain why the delay why corona and why the attack we've been through who am I talking to right now shout and say after the storm understand the storms or the storm is a part of Christian life the life of the believer is full of storm there is just nobody in the Bible, who did something great for God. And because right there in the Bible, the Bible, the Bible is a record of people who did great good and people who did great evil. And so in the Bible, there's no gray area. For those of you who are taking gray stand, you are one. God doesn't want you to take gray, gray stand. You are either hot or you are cold. You are either up or you are down. You are either for God or you are against God. He that does not gather with me is scattered abroad. The idea of even folding your hands, God put you in the category and in the people that are against him. So you are either gathering or you are scattered and anybody that God highlighted, anybody that did anything great and mighty and good for God faced a storm or met the water somehow and so I declare today that if you are going through a storm, it's a sign that you are a candidate for greatness, you are a candidate for great good you are a candidate of what God is writing and rewriting in the earth, storms are major parts, major part of a Christian walk, a Christian journey. Storms are not designed to kill us, but to test us. 
Storms are meant to reveal who you are. Because some of you, you got so, you, you have so much math that if God were to tell you this, you argue God. No, 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 no. I mean, a God, somebody else, I'm a God. Oh, I love God. I have <laughs> Woo. And some of us can so pretend that we can pretend so well that it will take the storm to deal with the pretense. Because there's a kind of storm you go through, you can't pretend anymore. You have to be real with yourself. And I want to thank God for the storm I've been through. Because the storm has revealed my true self. The storm has now shown me my smoothness level. The storm has revealed my faith level, my prayer level, my spirituality. If you say you can pray, it's at the place of the storm that you know your prayer level. It is in the storm that faith is revealed. It is in the storm that our trust in God is measured and the measure is important because you cannot write you cannot be in class without writing exams and the storm is the exams every great person in the kingdom in the bible encountered some Noah encountered a storm Moses walked the Red Sea he met the storm Jonah encountered the storm Jesus encountered storms. The disciples encountered storms. Paul, the apostle, encountered storms. Elijah met the Jordan. Elijah met the Jordan. Anybody that did great things for God, anybody that was highlighted, that was elevated, that was powerful in the Bible, somewhere, somehow, encountered some form of a storm. And the storms reveal your greatness. And the storm you go through shows who you are in the this. This issue is not about meeting storms. The issue is not about meeting storms. If every great person in the Bible went through storms, then the issue is not a storm. The problem is not a storm. Because if you're going to be great, you encounter storms. And so the storm is not a problem. The problem is how we handle ourselves in a storm and after the storm. This is because Although the stormy seasons can be dangerous, yet God will show up to deliver you if you don't give up on God. I say it again. Even in the stormy season can be dangerous, can be frightening, can be scary. As it, as it looks scary right now, as it looks frightening right now, as everybody's going through something right now, the stormy season can be scary, can be frightening, but the good thing is that if we look to God and if we trust God, our God is able to deliver us from the storm. I can prove to you in the Bible that nobody in scriptures went through a storm and trusted God and God did not show up or respond to deliver. Talk 
to me about Jesus. He survived the storm. He saw the other side of the storm. Talk to me about Noah. Noah outlived the storm. Talk to me about Job. Oh yes, Job shouldn't die. But the focus was not on Job's children. The focus was on Job. And Job survived and outlived his storm. Talk to me about Mordecai. He outlived Haman. Talk to me about the three Hebrew boys. They encountered a fire, a form of a storm, but they survived. Daniel survived. The lion, who am I preaching to Paul, survived. Even John survived. The disciple survived. And I speak prophetically because you trust God and you believe God. You outlive your storm. You conquer the storm. You see the back of the storm. Who am I talking to right now? I literally am prophesying that you will outlive this storm. We will see the next season. We will see the next year. We will see what God is about to do after this storm. However, many people because they are so caught up with surviving the storm, we miss the strategies for the season ahead. We miss, you see, sometimes we can be so caught up in what we are going through that we miss what is ahead. Come on, talk to me right now. I, I want to talk to real Christians. I want to talk to those who are going to resume. Sometimes the present suffering, the present pain, the present pressure, the present distraction, the contention, the stress, the pressure, the crashing we go through right now can sometimes make us think life is all about what we are going through. And so we forget what is ahead. But today, I can speak to you somebody. There is life ahead. I said there's life ahead. There's future ahead. There is family ahead. There's deliverance ahead. The Bible said Jesus Christ for the joy that was set before him. He endured the cross. Who am I talking to right now? There is joy ahead. There is faith ahead. There is power ahead. There is deliverance ahead. Ahead is your peace. Ahead is your deliverance ahead is what God is getting ready to do hmm. hey. 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 somebody's not shouting say hey my God don't be so caught up with surviving the storm that you lose who you are <laughs> I feel like staying here for one minute. Don't forget that God has a plan for you after the storm. Don't be so fixated, consumed about your storm that you pick up survival mentality and all your focus is about surviving. The idea that Peter was in a storm 
with Jesus and will not wake him up to calm the storm but you decide to handle and survive and deal with the storm just by his own experience was his problem the problem was not that the storm couldn't become the problem was that Peter was so focused on the wind boisterous on the storm on all the presses and and the so and the survival instinct of Peter came out and he tried to survive on his own and there are many believers that are doing all sorts of things and all kinds of things that are not necessarily godly in just in order to survive the storm. And there are many of you watching me right here. You know what you have been doing to survive. All kinds of things in your lockdown. All kinds of movies, all kinds of stuff. I don't even want to mention myself righteous, but don't have a survival mentality. You have been called not to survive. You have been called to live. The idea, the problem with Job's wife was that Job's wife wanted Job to survive. Curse God and cut it short. Curse God and die. Short cattle, cattle short. Just do something. Just try and do something. Just try and make some phone call. Just try to, just try, just try to go back to your old diary and get some numbers. Just try to connect to your old self. Just try to survive. Just try to make it. There was a movie. The Christian says, let us compromise. And then we'll repent later. Can I preach your church right now? Don't be so fixated on your storm that you eat beans in exchange for your, de- for your, for your birthright. Don't be so hungry that fig trees that has no food on it looks like there's so much food that your hunger distracts you to emptiness. Don't be so fixated on your hunger that you are willing to give up your birthright just for Gary and beans. Don't be so fixated on the pain and the things you are going through that you curse God in the process. Don't be so fixated on your storm that you are trying to test your faith by turning stones to bread by force. Don't be so fixated on your storm that all you are trying to do is to survive because after the storm, there is life. Oh, come on, talk to me right now. I want to bless somebody. I really have a word for somebody this morning. In our text, watch it. In our text, we see Paul was under arrest, being sent to Rome to be prosecuted. On their way, they encountered a storm and although many thought that Paul would die, and believe but Paul believed and they thought Paul was going to die but Paul did not 
die he overcame and survived the storm because the angel has spoken to him and now even though the angel spoke to him about the storm he didn't tell him about the island experience my preaching is about the island experience this one my message is my message this morning is that after your storm there'll be an island experience after your storm there'll be a beautiful place come on talk to me is it bahamas you want to go there's a bahamas after your storm is it fishy island there's an island after your storm where do you want to go paul got on an island after the storm it looks like you will leave this storm the rest of your life but the devil is a liar don't make permanent decision out of your present circumstances don't be under so much pressure that you lose eternity for temporary gain the devil is a liar the bible says moses decided he chose to suffer affliction with the people of god than to be called the son of pharaoh's daughter the bible says and daniel purpose in his heart that he will not defile himself with the portion of the king's meat who am i preaching to right now there is a life after the storm there is a life after corona there's a life after this season there is family there is destiny there is preaching there is so winning i see an island after your storm will you slap your knees shout and say yes and when they were escaped then they knew that the island was called Melita who want to just brothelize it and make it your own way and tell yourself I'm getting an island some pine an island my god I see boat on your island I see this cruise you an island the devil is a liar anybody who has been on a cruise before you can be on a cruise and just before you get to your island or wherever you are going there can be storm but the devil is a liar when you get to the side when you get to the other side all the wind and all the storm will be worth it when you get to the island you understand why the storm was boisterous I cannot speak to somebody by the time this is over by the time God takes you to the other side you understand why you went through what you went through you will say that it was good that was afflicted your pain was meant for something your disappointment is meant for something the scars are meant for something anybody that did anything bad to you they are doing it because it's meant to build you for your next level I see an island experience there's another side the Bible said Jesus said let us go to the other side if they made a storm but surely they go to the other side at the other side your ministry shall be proven at the other side you cast out 
devils on the other side you lose your praise by the time you make through the storm your ministry will bless others you think you've been a blessing you have not even started your real ministry start after this storm after this storm you can preach after this storm you can shout after this storm you'll be a blessing until you survive until you make it through the storm you can't cast a devil at the other side smile and tell yourself see you at the other side whoa whoa hey hey what is that Pastor Gideon because I see so many of you at the other side. Your ministry will be at a whole different level. If you are Joseph, you will look at your brothers and you tell them, as for you, you meant it against me for evil, but God meant it for good to save so many people. You will be a blessing. There is a place called the other side. It's called an island. Some job, the mama says, the mama says, you see, there's no way you, you go through a storm and you will not see the other side. Because Job had twice. As much as he had before. Now, now the Bible said, Paul gets to the island of Melita, which means affording honey. <laughs> the island of honey. Oh, I don't want to go there. I don't want to go there. I don't want to go there. Anybody want honey? It, it, it looks like after 40 years of going to the wilderness, you will surely get to the promised land. The land that flows with milk and honey. Let me encourage you today, somebody hearing me, that don't be so fixated on your storm that you forget that it's the other side. Don't die in this storm. Don't compromise in this storm. Don't lose who you are in this storm. Don't, my God, uh, uh, my, my God, stay on. Trust God. Because by the time God is done with you, you will get to the other side. Watch this. But when they came to the island, three things happened. That's my preaching today. All this has been an introduction. My man preaching today is this three, three things happened when they got to the other side of the island. The Bible said, when they got there, the Bible said, Paul said, and when they were escaped, then they knew that the island was called Melita. That's what it said. And when the barbarians saw, and, and the people, and the barbarians people showed us no little kindness. At the end of your storm, the first thing that will come to you is that God will show you kindness. Anybody slipping their hand in the air and shouting, Thank you, Lord, for the kindness that is coming to me. The Bible says, Paul said, The barbarous people showed us no little kindness. Paul was specific, Paul was detailed. He didn't say they show us just kindness or they were nice to one. Paul was literally saying, The kindness they showed us was not normal, it was unusual. It was not something that the mind could apprehend and understand. Because 
in this barbarous people they didn't like Paul but yet because Paul made it to the other side they were under subpoena they were under divine subpoena to give to Paul and to show Paul unusual kindness after your storm there is a kindness that is coming your way who am I speaking right now the Bible says and Job had twice as much as he had before and the Lord restored unto Job and the Lord gave unto Job twice as much as he had before the Bible says after Daniel survived the lion's den Daniel prospered the devil is a liar anybody hearing me after your storm you will see kindness don't worry about anything you've lost and what the enemy took from you because after the storm you'll be restored the Lord will make it for you it will come back in hundredfold I speak prophetically kindness is coming your help is coming restoration is coming testimony is coming after the storm everything you've lost there will be kindness will you rise up and shout and say kindness 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 awaits you after every storm don't believe the lie of the devil that says everybody don't like you there are many who are for you the number of people who are for you are more than those that you think have disappointed you you think you've been hurt you think you've been disgraced you think the enemy hurt you on social media the devil is a liar you will make it again kindness awaits you for every Simon Peter that left you there's a Simon of Cyrene that is coming your way I declare today everything you lost in your storm I say kindness awaits you is there anybody left in the house of Saul that I David may show kindness for Jonathan's sake I hear the sound of divine kindness they will smile they will be compelled to do what is right the word kindness I use here means help it means help in other words after the storm your help is coming your deliverance is coming I will lift up my eyes onto the hills from welcoming my help my help coming from the Lord today I declare a divine help a divine restoration after the storm is kindness the reason why you cannot despise the summit is because it is your road to the place of kindness if you ever want kindness then ask for stomach condition who didn't pray that prayer the Bible says and Job's friend his friends brought him gold they brought him gifts after the storm you are here to experience kindness until you meet a storm because you know why many are predicting you will make it many have concluded you won't survive many have pronounced your demise your disappearance your death the collapse of your ministry 
your family, your marriage, your business. Some are saying you're going to lose your mind. You've lost it. You are dead or oh, forget about him. But the devil is a liar. After the storm, there'll be a resurrection. As it may be Friday, but Sunday is coming. And if the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells within you, it's a quick in your mortal body. The same people that said to blind Bartimaeus, keep quiet. Well, the same people that say he's calling you. If you don't stop pressing, if you don't stop pushing, the same people that showed you wickedness, they will turn and show you kindness. Then came down to all his brethren and his sisters, and they and they that had been of his acquaintance before and did eat bread with him in his house, and they bemoaned him and comforted him over all the evil that the Lord had brought upon him. Every man also gave him a piece of money, and everyone an earring of gold. Job, kindness was shown Job after the smile. Will you smile and tell somebody, it is coming. Come on, speak, it is coming. Thank you for listening to part one of this audio message by our global lead pastor Gideon Danso. We trust that you were blessed by this inspirational and insightful message. Don't forget to check out part two of this exciting series as our global lead pastor takes us deeper.